This is the Business Storytelling Podcast with Christoph Trapp, available on Google, Spotify, Apple, Pandora, and other podcast channels. Want to play it on your iPhone? Just ask Siri to play the Christoph Trapp Business Storytelling Podcast, also available on Alexa. Here's Christoph with today's episode. Hey, business storytellers, it's Christoph Trapp, your host and author of Content Performance Culture. Thanks for listening. Really appreciate you making the time four times a week episodes currently because we're trying to catch up and people are still listening. So why do we, why should we slow down? Really, really appreciate you for, uh, for seeing interest, uh, finding interest in these shows. Today's episode, uh, I want to talk about yet another channel that you may or may not have to focus on. And I know I can already see some eye rolls out there. Yep, there's more and more channels. Um, but this is one I haven't thought about too often or, or more, more recently. Um, and I probably kind of am neglecting it, quite frankly. I tried to hop back onto it. Uh, it's not podcasting in case you guys are guessing at home what I'm talking about here, obviously. It's not blogging per se. It's not writing books. I just put that one out earlier this year, content performance, that online. But it's the channel. Oh, by the way, it's also not Instagram Reels. I love Instagram Reels. I just wasted three hours watching 29, 15 second videos or whatever it's been uh, to, to 2,900. Um, today, I want to talk about Medium. Uh, I asked the author of Make Money on Medium to join me on the show um, to, to pull back the curtain and tell us why, do, why should we care about medium? What do we do there? Uh, how do we tie it into our cope, create once, publish everywhere strategy? Welcome to the show, Nicole Akers. Nicole, how's it going? I'm doing quite well. How are you today, Christoph? Hanging in there. As I keep saying, I go from, I love being at home all the time to how the heck can I get out of here? <laughs> <laughs> it's a spectrum, right? <laughs> it it is, and it's certainly an interesting time. Of course, at least we have some of the sports back, um, so we have something to watch other than just talking to each other. But yeah, how are you doing in these interesting times? <laughs> well, we have a couple of younger kids, so that makes it interesting. And then you know, learning from school online is a whole new animal. <laughs> so life is it, never dull it, it never is and you know I have, I have two daughters as well one is a 12 year old who's doing half and half half at school half at home on her computer so she's busy when she's here and the six-year-old is doing the same thing same schedule but when she is home there's nothing right she's just home so very interesting please supervise yourself um protective services department uh I didn't say that I can see her I can hear her but at the end of the day, very interesting. So Medium. So I, I did dive into your book. I have shared some uh, passages here and there. Uh, guys, if you read a book on Kindle, you can do that. It's kind of cool. In fact, it kind of it even gives you the option to create a little graphic and you can share um, quotes. So if you want to do that with my book, always happy uh, to see that. And certainly I did that with Nicole's book. But Nicole, tell me about Medium. What is it? Why do we need to even why do we need to care? I love Medium, and it's the platform that I never expected to like. So I came to it probably a couple years um, later than I could have, uh, really because I was resistant to showing up somewhere different that I hadn't already planned on. 
Um, what I love about Medium is that constant interruptions like there are on other platforms. Uh, I like that it seems it, it is seamless. And interestingly enough, it is an option for an author or a writer to really eliminate the hassle of having a blog if you want to. Now there's, you know, a whole other theory that says, you know, we, we shouldn't uh, be in all in in one place and that we should own our list and be able to reach out and talk to uh, the people who we interact with most. And I think those are all valid thoughts. Uh, but if you're just getting started or new to Medium or are using it in concert with your independent blog, there is a lot of value here to enhance your work, reach new or different eyes, and make money while doing it. Well, we always like to hear that. And before I forget it here, um, Nicole's book, you can actually go to ctrap.online forward slash medium. Everything is lowercase. It actually does matter on this redirect. Ships you right over to Amazon. And certainly, I hope you check that out. Uh, I certainly got some things from the book. So when you say in concert with your blog, what, I mean, let's unpack that. What does that mean? So, you know, I love, I love blogging. Uh, you know, I've seen uh, results with companies. It's certainly a long-term marathon, ultra marathon, I guess, uh, because it takes time, right? And it does. Uh, mm. You don't build a brand overnight, especially, I mean, especially if you have a smaller budget. But but how do you do that? You're not saying get rid of your blog, right? You're saying in concert, or if you don't have a blog, you could use Medium, I guess. Right. If you don't have a blog, you could use Medium. I, I guess I always get a little leery when I start thinking that someone else has complete access to my content and I could lose it if they make a change or change how I get to interact with people. So I think it's, it's a good thing to think about some safety measures in that regard. And uh, those safety measures would of course be having backing up your content somewhere else and having an independent blog and developing your own independent list that you can talk to the people who want to hear from you most. So those are all very important things. And if that's, uh, if your goals are different than that and you're, you're good to just use medium, there are some people that do that and some very successful people that do that. So I would say it depends in part on your goals and your your future goals, what you want to do, you can make money either way. And uh, it just depends on 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 your personal preferences at that point. So, it, I mean, it, certainly everything in life depends on the goals. And um, when you when I hear you talk about, well, you want to have access to your content, I just made a quick list, like literally two seconds of networks that have already gone dead. Right. One, two, three, four, five. Uh, Meerkat. Google Plus, or was that, is that what it was called? Google Plus, right? Their social yeah. network. Uh, MySpace, I know it still exists to an extent, but for musicians, um, I, I think, last I heard. And then SlideShare, it's the latest. SlideShare is not going dead yet, 
or maybe they're not going to go dead at all, but um, right. they, they were bought by script. So who knows what's going to happen, right? But they're very similar business models. So things change all the time. So, so what I use, if I have a site where I'm creating content for SEO purposes and other brand building activities, um, should I, uh, so I should have my content on there and then I should also publish it on Medium or how would that look? What's the workflow, do you think? Uh, the workflow, again, can be varied uh, based on your creativity. There is an import tool on Medium that you can import from your blog. Uh, I hear a lot of people uh, from very different uh, thoughts that say publish your blog first and test your thought there to see how it does and then publish it a little differently on Medium. Others are diehard about publishing on Medium first. I think medium favors first run fresh content. I see some people almost seamlessly publishing to their blog and instantaneously bringing it up on medium as well. So there are a lot of different ways again to approach that, but medium does have the import tool. So it does have um, the little bit of code at the bottom uh, that will backlink to your site. Um, so that is an option. Personally, I do a little bit of a mix. I, I would say more often than not, my content is first run fresh on Medium. And uh, I've found it to be quite successful that way. But again, you, you have different options and a personal preference. So it's up to you what you want to do. You know, while we're talking about different ideas here, what, what's interesting, what I do on my on AuthenticStorytelling.net and really also when I, uh, with companies I work with, you know, over time, everybody's created a ton of content, right? And it's always interesting that there's always content that doesn't perform. And sometimes I, I don't know why some content doesn't perform. I thought it was the best thing since sliced bread, but apparently nobody else agreed. And so, but let's say it doesn't perform. What I do on my blog a lot of times, uh, like the, what was the example I just did the other day? Um, oh, I did, we did a podcast with Daniel Murray on unlearning things. And I actually had an article on something very related, but nobody read that article when it published three years ago. So I took the article and I repurposed the content. And then I wrote the second half was basically about the podcast. Relet, different keywords, different topic, you know, some of reused content. Is that also a strategy? Like if you have some content you want to re-optimize and nobody has looked at it anyways, like take it and delete it from your site and, and update it, make it fresh, make it whatever, and, and try it on Medium? I mean, is that, how do you feel about that kind of strategy when you, when you optimize content? That's a great strategy. Uh, Medium is largely in favor of, the fresh content and that it, that they get to run it first run. However, there are a lot of people that if, if an idea falls flat and you're deleting it off your site and going a different direction with it, well, it's taking the old thing and making it new again, I think, don't you? <laughs> I mean, I think so. And I, you know, I grew up in journalism and publishing and certainly back in the day, there was no such thing as optimizing content that's already exists, right? You like you created new and, and I think we're still trying to kind of catch up with that model a little bit, especially for people who work 
who move to marketing from journalism, right? Um, yes. But at the end of the day, if nobody is reading it anyways, and I was going to kill it, why not try to reuse it? Um, is the the one case that I, I I'm pretty I think I remember you tell me if I'm wrong. Feel free to interrupt me. Jeff Bezos didn't he blog on Medium only? No, that was a different scenario. There was who's somebody some that's there are some people that blog exclusively on Medium. Uh, like, give me a big name. Mm-hmm. Katie Kirk. Katie Kirk. So why why is she doing Medium only? I mean, she I guess doesn't really need to. Uh, she could probably care less, right, about SEO value on a personal blog. But why, why would she consider doing medium only? What's, what goes into that thinking, do you think? Well, in Katie's case, it seems that she has a, a very personal flair, um, that it's really her own personal thoughts, almost a little bit like a lifestyle diary of sorts. And I think People who know her as a public figure probably like to see this softer, more lifestyle-oriented kind of writing from her. I mean, we know her behind the news desk, right? We know her from today, but we don't see this side of her. So I think she has given something a whole new side of herself and people who like her and follow her um, really seem to be enjoying it. And she publishes almost daily without fail. Um, Her pieces are a little bit shorter um, and they really seem to be doing very well for her. And and how do you, how do we know they're doing well? Like does medium tell you how many people read it or what's the, or or they favor it in an algorithm or how does that work on medium? Well, the algorithm on medium is ever changing. And once we think we have it figured out for a minute, it seems to change again. So being flexible is, is key to being on this platform. And Christoph, I found you there too. So you're pretty familiar with this. Yes. Well, I would, that's a little bit of an overstatement, but, um, you know, I, I, so my philosophy typically is that, I, I mean, I sign up for any network. In fact, I'm so quick to sign up for anything that sometimes when something like doesn't take off and I go back two years later and try to sign up, it says you already have an account. And I'm like, oh, I do. Interesting. Um, so that's not unusual that, <laughs> that I'm on there. Um, I did publish something, I think, after I started reading your book. Um, And, you know, again, I was kind of playing around, like, do I just publish like an intro to the article, then link back to the rest? Uh, What do I do? Uh, Quite frankly, you know, I I don't need any more work. Uh, I don't (laughs) need to create any more unique pieces of content. So I'm a big fan of the Create Once, Publish Everywhere model. Like even think about this podcast, we do podcasts, then we turn that into, then we put that on 16 podcast channels. And there's like another channel every day, it seems. Um, Then we might write an article, then we'll share it on social, we'll share it on email, you know. And so how do I, how do I fit medium into my um, overarching channel strategy? Where does it fit? And that's, um, that's always, of course, uh, an interesting and moving question with a moving answer. (laughs) Right. I, I agree. Um, I think if if you're already in a lot of places, that import tool may be 
an easy way to keep a presence on medium that is less time consuming than others. If you're using your content in different areas and why wouldn't you, you know, maximize the use of your content that just makes good sense from, from a content creation perspective. But if, if medium isn't where you want to spend a whole lot of time, but you want to have a presence, then keep it simple. Use that import tool, keep things fresh and make it as simple as you can. And when you say the import tool, are there, um, so I can tie it directly to my WordPress site and it just imports like the beginning of an article or how does it work? Like walk us through that a little bit. Sure, be glad to. So uh, if you have a profile established on Medium, you can go to the three dots and you can write a story. It may be the import. From the three dots, you can go down to write and import a story. Basically, you're taking your website address. So wherever your content is hosted, on your website, you would take that URL and you would paste it into the import tool. And your, your story, your post, whatever that is, will import into Medium with a backlink of code at the bottom. So the original source, your blog, will be listed at the bottom. And your you may have some formatting to do. This isn't, I mean, you'll, you'll have to reformat it. And I, I don't use the import tool very often, but the last time I did, I still had to go through and reformat and add my white space and add the headings back. And I mean, I it, it takes a few minutes to reformat it. So don't expect that your format is going to hold, but your words are already there and you don't have to recreate them. You can update it, give it a fresh title, use a different image if you want, and then you can submit that to a publication or self-publish if that's the case. Mm -hmm. So, of course, you know, I, I, I logged into, into it here, and so I'm trying to find it. It's actually, uh, so the three, everything is hidden behind three dots anymore, seriously. Uh, we, we have had an uh, episode on that, on um, the hamburger menu, right? You can't find it. Look for the hamburger menu uh, yes. or the three dots. I don't, I don't know if that's honestly a good strategy by anybody who, who came up with this, but makes sense. Uh, okay, so the, I'm logged in here, right? And There we go. Import a story. So from stories, your stories, you can select the import a story button instead of writing a story. And then it will say, see your story on Medium, and you can paste your website in that box right there in the middle. And once you do that and hit import, your words from your post should import into a Medium draft. Got it. And then you still have to go in and update it or it doesn't publish, it doesn't publish automatically, right? It will not publish automatically. You can, again, go back to the three dots and mm -hmm. add that to a publication of your choice that you're already an accepted writer, or you can self-publish. It's really just a few more clicks after you've got 
the words from your post there and you're ready to publish. It's really just a few more clicks from there. It's quite easy at that point. Got it. And so it actually, it's not very difficult. So once you're logged in and you can, by the way, sign up, if you haven't signed up with Google, Facebook, blah, 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 Apple, probably. And then you click on your, your little name, which probably doesn't have a picture yet. Click on stories and then import a story. And what's interesting about that is, so you still, you have to go to the specific story. So it's not like an RSS feed or whatever. Um, and then you just have to type, uh, copy and paste that in there. And then it um, fills in your story. Uh, let's see here. Gives you three things. Um, oh, okay. It kind of walks you through it. All right. There you go. So there's a little bit of work involved, but it's not as difficult as uh, doing it from scratch, but it's also not as easy as having an RSS feed or auto publish like we do with social posts when new articles post. Correct. I would say this is probably depending on how adept you are at it. And once you've done this a couple times, of course, everything gets easier. I would say this is maybe a five to 10 minute process. Yeah, actually, I'm just, I just grabbed an article here and it's, I mean, it is not, it looks great. It didn't pull over any of the photos. So I would have to add a photo maybe, um, but here you go, boom, published. Um, oh, yeah. no, they want a photo, good for them. Um, but easy breezy, not that difficult, um, et cetera. Okay, so how do we make money on, uh, on Medium, Nicole? How does that work? Well, first you have to be a member or at least it's most preferred that you're a member and that's super easy. And honestly, it's super inexpensive too. It's $5 a month and a little less if you pay the one-time fee annually. But really for a decent cup of coffee every month, you can pay your $5 to Medium and you can be a member. So what does that do? That gives you the ability to read an unlimited number of posts every month. So you can read everyone else's content who is also a member and be able to clap, highlight, engage, and comment on others' stories and they can see your own when you lock your story. So as a member, you can put your story behind the paywall. And when you do that, you can earn money from your stories. Hmm. A paywall. Oh, my goodness. We're going to be here for a while. <laughs> Talk about a trigger word right there. Okay. So paywall. How... Um, so first of all, before any anybody is getting ready to send me hate mail or whatever, um, I do pay for some content, uh, but it's very, very limited. I pay for the New York Times online. I pay for my local newspaper online. Uh, I pay for the Washington Post online. And that's it. I don't pay for anybody else's content anywhere. So tell me, why, how, why is it working or how is it working on medium I, i'm interested to to know and actually i hear people complain about that all the time right they don't everybody wants free content which of course is not helping anybody um you know um i mean you hear it on i hear it on podcasts every once in a while this one we don't i mean you, there's no subscription anywhere to even sign up for but i hear it on news podcasts they say this is a free podcast but if you want to support us sign up for a subscription on our site or just in general 
Um, so talk about the paywall on Medium. How does it work? Is it worth it? Uh, and, and if so, you know, why? Well, $5 a month, I think, is, is pretty inexpensive. And I'm making more than that back. So, you know, when it immediately cash flows, it's something that almost becomes a no-brainer to me. So what I've done is I've pulled up one of my stories so I can kind of walk you through that process. Mm -hmm. So whatever your new draft is, let's say you've used the import tool or maybe you've just typed it directly into Medium as a draft. When you would go to publish a story, and Christoph, did you say there was a prompt to add a picture? Well, so... Um... It's actually, it didn't require you to do it, but when you publish it, it says, uh, please make sure you add a quality, high high quality image or something like that. And you don't actually have, I, I was obviously talking to you, listening to you and doing that at the same time. So That's I right. glanced over that. So you don't have to do it, but they're highly recommended. And here's here's my two cents on that topic. I also think it's good to use images. And I've changed my opinion a little bit over the years. I used to be very, very black. Well, I'm still very black and white, but I used to say no stock art images, the end, right? Don't argue with me about it. But I think it's okay to use stock art images if you use them as a base for your design, right? And it's also okay sometimes to use people um, if, if it makes sense, but don't pick a stock art image seriously where it's like, Everybody is smiling at the computer. Nobody huddles over computers anymore if they ever did. So uh, long story short, you, you don't have to add an image, but they highly recommend it. Mm-hmm. I, I would I would take that even a step farther to say, yes, do add an image because uh, having having an image is important on this platform. And okay, they, there is an integration with Unsplash that you can... Um, click the plus, you can search a keyword and Unsplash is integrated with this platform. But any of your royalty free sites um, are really great options for a royalty free image. Um, Medium doesn't play well with others in this regard, uh, is not in favor of copyright images. And I believe it is even stated in the guidelines that that can exclude you from curation. So curation is enhanced eyes on your stories that Medium actually shares your story in an email and you theoretically would get more eyeballs on your story and it would be seen by other people. So in a nutshell, it's enhanced sharing of your story by medium in different methods. But uh, you you do want an image. And again, the copyright images are not as favorable, um, but the royalty free options are. So definitely get comfortable with your royalty free uh, websites. And if you find that they're too overused, then you can start looking at some stock images or iStock or other things for small fees every month if you are pretty serious on this platform and ready to step it up a notch. You can do that too. But definitely, I would say have have an image. Definitely include an image in your story. Um, 
that's that's favorable. So what else do you want to do? You want to have not only a title, but formatted as a title. Uh, and so that would be selecting the text and clicking the big T. Um, your subheadings would at least be small T, if not big T throughout. Uh, you would um, then also want to pick up to five tags. So these are the subjects that are related to your story. So whatever it is you're writing about. I commonly write about parenting. Um, that just tends to be a typical theme in my story. So parenting might be a, a tag that I choose. I would want to get really comfortable with the popular tags. Again, that's an enhancement of people who read the topics that you write about and the chance of your story being seen by people who care about what you write about. So you would want tags and I five tags. I mean, fill all of them in. There's no reason not to. And so fill in five tags. And then there's a box that says, make my story eligible to earn money and allow curators to recommend my story to interested readers. And recommended stories are part of Medium's metered paywall. So that's that, that word paywall, the jargon we were talking about. But what it means is that your story is eligible to earn money. And then if you're self-publishing, you would publish that now. And if you're not self-publishing, you would go back to those three dots and add it to a publication that you're an approved writer for. Got it. But you can only earn money if indeed you sign up for that $5 a month um, subscription, right? That is the most favored way, yes. What do you mean by that? Is there other options? Uh, I, I believe that is the, oh, that's definitely the preferred way. Um, at one time, it was possible for a non-member to lock a story. Um, that is not favored and that option may not even be possible today. Got it. Got it. Plus stuff changes all the time. Good luck to anybody trying to keep up on everything <laughs> the second it changes. Um, and so, and then the, the revenue comes in on those articles from ads. Is that correct? Or is there another, is that another model that they're using? That's another model they're using. That's one that goes deeper and goes a different direction, but uh, your performance on your stories uh, directly relates to the money that you earn from them. Right. But how do they make money on the articles? What's the, how do they, how does media make money that they can then pass on to the author? So there, and, and this, this is changing somewhat too, but the way I read the guidelines is that they're using everybody's $5 a month base as a member, and that goes into a pool that they are then paying back out to writers based on how those articles perform. So a lot of different things vary between algorithms and how well read the story is, how much applause it gets and highlights and comments. Uh, that's all part of the algorithm and that's part of the mystique as well. But the better performance, the more money you earn on your stories. 
Got it. Very interesting. Very interesting model. And guys, it is super easy to sign up. I literally went to medium.com and set up an account for Rush Tech support, imported my first story, published it, added it to the queue in the social channel. So it is super easy to do. Now, I'm probably not going to upgrade right the second, but um, definitely worth considering. Uh, Nicole's book, you can check that out at ctrap.online forward slash uh, medium, M-E-D-I-U-M. And that goes right over to Amazon. So you can have that in your hands in no time. In fact, the Kindle version, of course, seconds. Um, Nicole, any? Uh, how do people connect with you on um, media? Oh, that's a good question, uh, if I may say so myself. So is it just like medium.com forward slash something something? Uh, you can search my name, Nicole Akers, and my last name. A lot of people have different variations on that, A-K-E-R-S, Akers. And so uh, you can search me there on Medium, and I'm glad to connect with you. And also through the publication. Uh, Publishus is one of Medium's top publications. We're quickly looking to enter the top 100. And... Uh, pretty proud of that for the time we've been in existence. So uh, I am the founder of Publishus and glad to connect through the publication as well. Fantastic. Congratulations. That's always uh, great to hear. Uh, please connect with Nicole there and check out her book, ctrap.online forward slash medium. Nicole, thanks for sharing your insights. Uh, very helpful. Uh, and certainly I will try to import my articles to, uh, to medium to see what happens. I'll be looking forward to that. Move your content from happening to performing. That's what everybody wants nowadays in content and content marketing and marketing and all those related fields. Check out my new book, Content Performance Culture, the number one new release in the public relations category on Amazon.com when it came out. I hope you take a look. It's available as paperback and Kindle worldwide.